Hello fellows, welcome to Revive with Susan. Over the past couple of weeks, we've been looking at a couple of skills, both technical and soft skills, that are quite significantly essential to have as a developer. We've talked about collaboration, from pair programming to certain things to consider before considering a career in tech or while you're already working in tech. We've also talked about understanding how the web works and very recently we talked about version control. This week we're going to do something a bit different. We'll look at a number of frequently asked questions in programming. I look forward to us having these sessions quite frequently as it gives the opportunity to demystify some interesting topics and learn as well. Now, on to our first question. So I hear people say, I need a web designer to, build, to help with these websites. Other times, I need a web developer to build these websites. Now, what's the difference between a web designer and a web developer? First of all, let me take all your fears away by saying you're not alone in this. Quite a number of people actually do have these roles mixed up but the truth is that they are quite different now let me get you to understand what the web designer does first a web designer works on the aesthetic parts of a website or web application right so what these guys do or what these girls do is that they create the layouts and other visual parts of the web so they are responsible for the fun things that you see like the color themes the layout the information flow which is basically the flow from one page to the next or from one click to the next essentially they make sure that the websites are nice to see and they are user friendly for visitors now web designers make use of tools like envision sketch figma balsamic Adobe, Photoshop, Illustrator, and so many others. Now, onto the web developer. The web developer brings the designs of the web designer to life, right? They work on how the website will display the designs created by the web designer. So they are able to translate these designs into fully functional websites and web applications. So picture that the designs are non-interactive pictures or screenshots of course with high quality of the actual websites or applications developers take this screenshots in quotes and they breathe on it joking they also write spells in form of code not joking and voila users are able to interact with the web pages there you go that's the difference between a web designer and a web developer hmm. the next question i often hear people say they code and other people say they program but i think they do the same thing do they what's the difference between coding and programming now this is so true lots of people actually think these two mean the same thing because people use these terms interchangeably right and really they're not completely wrong however it's a little bit actually not so little but it's a difference that i should probably briefly talk about coding what the heck is coding before i go into what coding is there's something you must know 
Why does this sound like I'm about to tell you a secret? So here's the thing. Your computer actually does not understand English language or Yoruba or Igbo if you're Nigerian. Neither does it understand Spanish or Chinese. It does not understand human language, essentially. What your computer understands is something known as machine language. Now, this is where programming language comes in. As a developer, you use programming language to build the language your machine understands. So this is what's called coding. You basically write lines of code based on an understanding of a programming language and its syntax. Syntax is simply the set of rules that are needed to successfully execute a command in a given programming language and every programming language has its own syntax. So the most essential tool that is needed for coding is your code editor. Now let's discuss what programming is. Say for example, you do not drink as much water as you need to, right? And maybe you would like to have a reminder that tells you to drink water and also remind you of all the problems and baggage that come with not drinking water like constipation, dehydration, fatigue, loss of energy, like the app actually says all this out when you don't drink water when you should. How fun is that? Loss of energy, hair loss, skin issues, you know, these are just the minor problems obviously. And then you decide to come up with a solution in form of an application that reminds you to drink water and then go ahead to build this amazing stuff. Now, this entire process of getting an idea about a software solution for a problem, breaking it down into little pieces and building an efficient solution for it is really programming. In programming, you identify a problem and create a solution. Now, you can see from here that coding is a subset of programming, right? So, there are quite a number of processes involved in creating the solution. We have the planning, design, testing, deployment and maintenance. So before you go ahead to write that code, you need to have a plan for your solution, esti estimate the resources required, and after coding, you also need to review, optimize, and properly test the code. And that was question two. I hope that description was pretty clear enough. Now to question three, how do I start programming? I'm going to talk about this in a few steps that I think might be useful and save you from getting overwhelmed because really it's so easy to. First of all, you want to figure out what you want to build, right? You've probably seen what a simple website looks like, what a web application looks like. You've played around with Android applications on an Android phone or iOS applications on an iPhone. These are called native apps because they are built for a certain device. Which of these apps have gotten your attention, right? What do you like about it? Is it something that you like enough to replicate? Um, you probably have an idea of what front-end full-stack or back-end development entails. And um, if you don't, please take some time to listen to episode 5 on front-end versus back-end versus full-stack development. Now, you want to figure out the tools that you want to build the app that has gotten your attention, right? If it's a web application like Gmail or Amazon, you need to have some knowledge on HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. If it's an iPhone application, you need some knowledge of Objective-C, Swift, C-Sharp, or Python. 
if it's an Android app, you probably need to start looking at learning Java or Kotlin. You want to learn the basics about these tools, right? And build something. Now, of course, you don't want to um, create a very large project at the very beginning. You want to keep the project small and try to build something for yourself or better still, build something for someone you know. And another thing you want to do is try to code with friends, you know, do some pairing. We talked about pair programming in one of the episodes. You know, it's obviously always more fun when you code with others. You learn more, it helps collaboration and it also keeps you accountable because you definitely need that if you're new to coding. I'll add a link that I think will be super helpful and it's titled Learning to Code Where to Start by Julia Haig. I hope I got that pronunciation right. Finally, we'll talk about where you can learn to code. There are a couple of online learning platforms to get from zero to hundred, literally. And I'll name some of them and add some links to the notes as well. So you could go check them out. First, I'll start with Codecademy. Now, I need to say this, like I literally need to say this slowly. Codecademy made me fall in love with coding. I'll repeat it for emphasis. Codecademy made me fall in love with coding. To be honest, I literally got engaged with coding because of Codecademy. It has a really amazing, fun and interactive interface for learners. You definitely have an engaging experience here. You can absolutely start this if you have zero knowledge on coding. And yeah, it actually used to be completely free, but I think it now has a pro version. Then we also have the Free Code Camp. Um, free Code Camp also has a good platform for learning. It has really great support community and study groups and you can also obtain certifications in a number of fields. Frontend Masters, another amazing platform. You can learn at a beginner, intermediate or expert level. I personally used and still use it and it's great. Um, you also have courses by um, great software engineers and teachers as well. Um, for example, there's a course by Ivan Yu on Vue. Um, he actually created the open source JavaScript framework, which is Vue. So yes, quite a number of courses that are taught by some great engineers and teachers there. And I totally love them. Um, it's a great platform for front-end courses and a couple of stack, full-stack courses as well. Udemy, I don't know if I got that pronunciation right, but Udemy is another good online learning platform. Um, it has a wide range of courses and they have sales almost all the time so you get to buy courses at a cheaper price and I'll add links to these um, platforms as well in the notes so you could go check them out and yes with that we've come to the end of frequently asked questions I hope you had fun listening to this I totally had fun talking about it and I trust you got a chance to learn as well. Feel free to send me questions that you might have relating to programming and your experience as a developer. Um, they could be technical or non-technical questions. We'll look at them and I'll try to give you my best thoughts and opinion on them. I'm sure other people will learn from them as well. Have an amazing week, guys. Cheers. Hey there, trust you had fun listening to this week's episode of Rewire with Susan. For more of this, be sure to subscribe to get updated with new episodes. If you have any questions, rants, suggestions, feedback, or a topic you'd like for us to discuss here, simply send an email to hello at You can also drop a tweet or DM me at Sir Hastings on Twitter. 
Thank you for listening and talk to you soon.